All right. Hi, everyone. This is Jeff Epstein. I am uh, Assistant Director for Citizens Media. I'm also a New Jersey delegate for Bernie Sanders, and I'm on the phone with uh, gosh, I should have remembered your name before. <laughs> but I'm on the phone with uh, a delegate from California who was at the uh, convention center this morning trying to get into the room, uh, standing next to the person who was live streaming for us this morning, Kitty Snyder. Um, so uh, why don't you tell us uh, your name, a little bit about yourself, and then we'll start talking about yeah, sure. Thank you. I'm Robert Shearer. I'm a California at-large delegate for Bernie Sanders. I'm Northern California Regional Delegate Coordinator, um, an environmental activist that has been drawn into this campaign from day one about 15 months ago. And uh, at that Rules Committee meeting today, this is kind of the, the kickoff event for um, the, the convention, which is going to probably come to its head on Monday or Tuesday at the convention itself. Um, and at this Rules Committee meeting, we were discussing some of the, the Democratic Party rules uh, that, like superdelegates and open elections, were some of the biggest issues. Uh, the meeting's actually still ongoing. Um, and, well, we got there at 11 o'clock. The, the meeting was supposed to start at 1. When we arrived, the room was almost halfway loaded with Hillary supporters. Um, those people who did wait in line until 1 were largely Sanders supporters, and the public, and uh, most of them did not get in. So um, we quickly got a little bit, little bit frustrated, and chanting ensued. So you said Hillary supporters. Does that mean delegates or just people? There was, there was um, definitely hard to tell them apart because, you know, nobody has their credentials on at this point. So that implies, I mean, as I understand it, there were voice votes. So if there were voice votes and there were people who were not potentially Correct. delegates, then Correct. that's... And those voice votes were being counted. They actually had clickers, too. They had a way to tally votes, just like every high school and most community colleges have a way to count votes. They actually had a clicker system in there, and they chose to use voice votes anyways, probably knowing they had a preloaded room. With people who are not, def not definitely delegates, so that... that I mean, that sounds oh well, let's let's like let's make the distinction though. Delegates could not vote in there. This was not a delegate voting thing. Only rules committee members could vote. There's 150 rules committee members, most of which, about 100 of which, uh, were appointed by Debbie Wasserman Schultz and the Clinton campaign, and the, the remainder of which were appointed by Sanders. Oh, Those okay. 150 people were the only ones that were supposed to vote. Delegates cannot vote at this, or committee members or supporters. Does and that make sense? We, so, yes. No, I, I thought it, I thought it was delegates. So that so that takes away that the, the potential of blatant cheating. But how do we know that only if it was a voice vote that only those who were supposed to be participating made a sound? Oh, we we don't know. And the reports from inside are pretty obvious. That's you know when the votes were called, people yelled. There's some video. I mean, I'd love to go. I'm gonna go back and watch the video. It's all online. I know the Real News Network recorded on the inside. They have uh, yeah. press credentials. So, well, that that is really interesting. So people who are not potentially allowed to vote uh, ended up affecting the vote anyway. And since it was a voice vote, it's not like they could really tell. So, all right, so that's new. Um, <clears throat> okay, so we have the video. Were, 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 the, were there any changes throughout the day? How long were you there for? 
And, you know, we, the meeting started, convened at 1 o'clock, and we left at around 4.20. Uh, like I said, I believe the meeting is ongoing right now at 8 o'clock. Um, so during the time that we were there, they, they convened for about an hour and a half, perhaps, and broke for lunch, uh, during which time Barney Frank walked past us, Barney Frank, and um, he he got a, some good yelling at him. And we, the reports were when he walked back into that room, he was real shook up. So I think we did our job making sure that that chair, that committee knew that the people were out there listening and watching, even with the doors locked. Okay. I understand that they could hear you pretty clearly through those doors. Good. <laughs> I, they threatened to remove me by with by way of police several times. Wow. Well, that would have been very interesting. I'm glad that didn't happen. Um, <clears throat> Kitty actually made a very good point that uh, people need to be taught how to chant, how to chant without ruining their voices, because she was saying that people gave up because they were just hurting themselves. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> that should be part of some activist training. <laughs> We should have released a video a few weeks ago. How to yell without hurting your throat. Yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling we're going to be doing quite a lot of it. Um, so, <laughs> so, so tell us what happened with Jeff Weaver. How, how, he wasn't, was he, was he just in the room and watching the proceedings? How sure. Well, we were mostly, yeah, he was in the room for it all. And during one of the breaks, uh, he, he walked past, we were all lined up in the hallway, as you can probably tell from your, your videos. Um, when he walked past, you know, he, we grabbed him and, you know, we were discussing as delegates across the country have, uh, how the heck are we going to get to uh, a 4 p.m. Well, first of all, it was a 3 p.m. gavel until earlier today at the convention tomorrow. There is a 3 or a 4 p.m. We're not sure gavel time. Then when the well, gavel Mon drops Monday is when the convention. It's Monday. It's I'm sorry. Monday. That's correct. Saturday. Thank you for the clarity. I haven't slept in days. <laughs> um, Correct. On Monday, when that gavel drops at at three or four, we're not clear. Um, that's when the convention begins, and Senator Sanders is speaking at the Marriott, uh, well, the PA Convention Center attached to the Marriott at two p.m. and calling on all of his delegates to be there. Um, the city is locked down. There's traffic everywhere, and we should be expecting for the unexpected. Um, there's security checkpoints and credentials checkpoints both three layers of security around uh, the arena where the convention will be held, the Wells Fargo and I Center. Want to clarify, well, I want to clarify, the convention center is not where the convention is being held. The convention That's center correct. is the name of a building in Philly that is unrelated to the Wells Fargo Center. The convention center is at, 11, at around 11th and Arch in the center, center city, and the Wells Fargo Center where the convention is being held is in South Philadelphia, about six miles away, I believe. Yep, yeah, that's it. Um, so the, we are expected to have about 45 minutes of security and credentials checkpoints and an unexpected amount of traffic time. So delegates are rightfully concerned that we will be unable to get through the traffic and the checkpoints in time for that gavel to drop and that rules will be amended or overridden. Um, a lot of these establishment meetings you'll see right in the beginning, they'll try and push through a lot of votes and even try and start meetings early. Um, and deter away the voting members. So um, people are paranoid, but perhaps rightfully so. And so anyways, Jeff Weaver walked past. We pulled him over, um, you know, because delegates just received maybe an hour before these mass text messages from the Sanders campaign saying, you have 
absolutely nothing to fear. There will be nothing for you to do for hours in the beginning of the meeting, um, which is kind of crazy um, to be hearing from the campaign. But um, so we pulled him over and he said, you know, there's nothing to be worried about. There's plenty of time to get over that the senator wants to hear us. So there was delegates from four or five states present, maybe six, and we all shared the same sentiment with, with Jeff Weaver that our delegations will not be at the Sanders speech. We have a responsibility to people that elected us, um, the voters who we are representing, to make sure that we're on that convention floor from gavel to gavel. Um, this is bigger than Bernie Sanders, and he has said so the whole time. This is about the issues, and we need to be on that floor fighting for those issues. His speech is going to be live streamed, um, you know, by anybody who has a phone. It's going to be recorded by anybody who's in there. We can all see what he has to say. And it really makes no sense to a lot of delegates why the campaign itself is risking our effectiveness for uh, for unknown reasons. Really. Well, I, I have to say I've, I felt exactly the way that you felt up until a couple of hours ago. And now with Jeff Weaver, Weaver's reassurance, I've, uh, I... Uh, got reassurance from Nina Turner through through the other uh, other founder of Citizens Media. Um, she sent a personal communication uh, to Adrian, who is the other co-founder, uh, that yes, we should go to this meeting. The official texts uh, from the campaign uh, say go to the meeting. It is the gavel time is now four, um, and there was one of one other. One other thing that I got as well. Um, I actually have changed my mind, and I am going to the two o'clock now. Uh, that that I've gotten all those reassurances. So uh, I I was in your camp up until a couple of hours, a few hours ago, um, where there's it's just a logistical impossibility to get down there by three o'clock if he's going to be speaking at two o'clock in a different part of town with 1,900 people and security and all that stuff. Unless um, he starts his speech. Two and ends it by two twenty. You shouldn't expect to be in there when that gavel drops. <laughs> well, it, it, the concern, the, the the scariest thing, which is how Adrian and I met, is with Nevada. They expected gavel time was ten o'clock. Correct. They yeah, I watched it all. They didn't uh-huh. vote at nine thirty, and that mm-hmm. vote affected the entire convention, which really screwed the, the Bernie Sanders delegates. Um, so that was that was my biggest concern. Um, and the, the campaign just wasn't really communicating very well up until a few hours ago. Um, but I have changed my mind, and I do believe that the delegates should go to this 2 o'clock meeting now. Well, I'm, this is definitely going to uh, – you know, this might be kind of um, representative of the way that the the factions of Sanders delegates are splitting off on different actions as well. Inside the TPP, everybody thinks they have their own idea for the way forward. But yeah, hopefully we can find some unity amongst our own delegation. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so frankly, I, I, I feel like the Sanders campaign hasn't reached out to me, and since the California primary, um, it's kind of they have felt as Karen Bernal, our California delegation leader, has, was quoted in the LA Times recently that the campaign has been like snow melting into the desert sand. And that sand is sort of just the establishment and and the Clinton campaign. And while we have a lot of disrespect for the father of our political revolution, you know, 
our commitments to something bigger at this point. We've heard enough speeches, and it's time to fight, and that's what we're here to do. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling like he's going to be setting the tone for us and, and potentially joining us walking in together, and that's a little exciting. Sure, that's, what, that's what the there. rumors are, but has the campaign told you that we're going to walk in there like some strong presence all at once, 1,900 delegates? I don't think that's their plan. I think they're trying to keep us from booing Debbie Wasserman Schultz. I think this is all in the name of the, the, the facade of party unity. You know, oh. they don't want us, they don't want us there because in the beginning there's going to be people that there's going to be thousands of Sanders delegates booing. And that's going to be terrible for the media. That's why they don't want us there. I mean, that, that makes more sense to me than 1900 Sanders delegates are going to march into the convention at once. I mean, logistically, that's just like impossible. How are we all going to get through security at once to march in there together? It's not possible. Well, that's interesting. That's the first I've heard of that. That's the first I've heard of that. And that, that makes sense. I can't, can't, you know, that's not a bad theory. Um, okay. I mean, that's my point, though. There's all these theories, and really all the confirmation we have is don't worry about it, don't worry about it, which isn't enough for, you know, 1900 revolutionaries. Well, the, the 3 o'clock, if it was 3 o'clock, I would, I would be... I would be twice as concerned, but I'm still concerned. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, <laughs> all right, so, so, so on to the last issue, which is uh, yeah. the, TPP, the TPP. So Kitty was mentioning something about uh, a potential something we can do regarding, no, not, not the TPP, the superdelegates, superdelegates, something okay. potentially uh, that we can do as a delegation um, regarding superdelegates something about getting a third of signatures. Um, she only told me the very basics of this, so I'm, I'm not clear yet. So what is the story with that? What can I do to my New Jersey delegation at the hotel? What can the other delegates do to try and help this? Okay, I've got to say, of our topics thus far, that this is the one in which I am least likely, or least informed for, and least likely to give you the most accurate answer. But I can tell you that the number of the third um, to raise a minority report uh, does match with my understanding. Uh, so what we would do is, is we would have from whenever this meeting ends tonight until whenever that gavel drops on Monday to prepare a minority report, which shouldn't be a problem. We've got 40-something committed rules committee members. But um, then it would be up to the delegates to garner those signatures. And and then the, then the next challenge after that is to get the microphone time to actually get one of the state delegation chairs to call this on the mic. Does that make sense? Uh, I missed a piece of it because my boys came outside without their shoes and I had to yell at them. I got on the mic. <laughs> but, uh, so, uh, but so one of, one of the state delegations, uh, one of the people on one of the just one of the delegates are going. We would no. I mean, in the rules, technically, yes, any any delegate can grab the mic, but in reality, that's not the way it's going to carry out. Is that there's going to be floor whips appointed by the DNC, keeping the delegates in their seats, and only a state chair is going to be able to raise matters on the microphone or approach the microphone at all. Okay. So the first the first hurdle is going to be garnering those third of delegate signatures. Now I'm not sure if it's a third of Sanders delegates, the minority, or if it's a third of all delegates of from you know all Democratic voting delegates. So um, that would that would be practically that would be more. No, that would be all. 
close to all of the Sanders delegates. That's correct. Uh, yes, it would be close to all, huh? Which would right. be near. It would be nearly impossible, um, right. especially with two right. days. So and then here's here's the here's the really outstanding concern from the last five weeks of history we've seen with the Sanders campaign is that we had platform members fight their butts off for this platform and prepare some really awesome minority reports that would have gained some traction and then the Sanders campaign is refusing to raise any of them on the floor uh, like the TPP. You know, the language on the TPP and this platform is incredibly weak. And in fact, it's one of the areas where a lot of a lot of Clinton delegates can find common ground with Sanders delegates, uh, especially the union people. The so that's correct. Yeah. Uh huh. So TPP, and then the Sanders campaign doesn't plan to raise that minority report, which is very disappointing to a lot of delegates and supporters alike. That's the first I've heard of that. Uh, yeah, the TPP is the one thing. Uh, I mean, it doesn't even really matter as far as I'm concerned what the platform says if the TPP is not being denounced um, because the TPP overrides everything. If you if you can't fix campaign finance, nothing else can get done. And if you can't fix if you can't get rid of the TPP, you can't even deal with campaign finance. So yeah, that is the true. one that is the one deal breaker that is really making it hard for me to say, oh, yeah, I'll definitely hold my nose and vote for Hillary Clinton. Right. Well, the Sanders campaign said they're not going to raise any minority reports on the floor. So uh, they wa- they are completely on board with this party unity effort. Um, it's not just, you know, Sanders holding his nose, touring with Hillary right now. It's just because. I mean, it seems like seems like there is indeed a, a loyal commitment, at which we should believe Bernie's word. Yeah, he's, well, I, so. would, I would... I would give him the benefit of the doubt that the unity now is because he has fought so hard for the platform up until now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've got some great minority reports that could be introduced, and at this point it is completely in the hands of delegates to do so. The Sanders campaign has been out of touch, not even in touch, with its delegation, which has been kind of upsetting to folks. Um and then not not introducing this minority report from the TPP or anything else um, is kind of disappointing. And it seems like we're going to be on our own trying to advance uh, a super delegate minority report as well. So, so yeah. All right. I honestly, I'm, I'm not totally clear on the difference of the campaign doing it and the and the delegates doing it, but. Sure. The campaign support, for instance, would, would get us over that second hurdle incredibly easy. If the campaign was was trying to advance this, we would be able to get a state chair to introduce it on the floor easier. We would have the campaign who has everybody's phone number on our side so they could just text everybody all at once. As far as a communication network goes between delegates right now, we have the Bernie Delegate Network, which is pretty good. Um <laughs> But it's only 1,200 of our 1,900 delegates, maybe just over. We might be approaching 1,300. But the Sanders campaign, if they were on board with this, could just, with the press of a button, send a text message to all delegates, you know, and then they could influence the party chairs to introduce these things. Whereas Sanders delegates are just, you know, seen as the outsiders on the inside floor, and, you know, we're being systematically shut out like we were from the meeting today. And we are going to be shut out from that microphone on the convention floor as well. Right. So the big challenges I see for introducing in, any minority report is going to be get, garnering the signatures and then getting the mic time. 
Well, okay. Well, as far as and, and I've got, I've got one more for you too. Here, one more. Should we wrap up the TPP one? I've got one more bullet point for you. Go for it. Cool. We have got so far over 350 delegate signatures on a nomination statement uh, that says that basically Hillary Clinton is not a strong general election candidate, and that we represent millions of voters who are not sold on the idea that the presumptive nominee or the Democratic establishment has truly embraced the values of our revolution. Uh, we are going to release the language of this statement and all of the delegate signatories' names and have a press conference where 10 of the delegates get up and give a 90-second speech each on one of these outstanding issues. Uh, this isn't about deepening the rift in the Democratic Party. This is really about highlighting the reasons that the divide still exists, why there isn't party unity is and that needs to be a conversation that doesn't get just squashed in the midst of this party unity effort. These are conversations that need to be maintained and, in fact, uh, in fact, amplified during the this, general election season. Is this the petition that asks the delegates and superdelegates, all delegates and superdelegates, to, to vote for Bernie instead of Hillary? Correct. That's right. I, I must say, I don't know this. In, I don't feel this, but what I've heard and the, the, the worry that I have about that is that that is a dangerous petition to sign, for delegates to sign. Ah, we've had, yeah, we've had attorneys sign it, and actually Senator Sanders told us on the conference call, do not be worried about, about these credentials. I've heard delegates worried. We're going to have dozens of lawyers there for you. It's not very easy to strip somebody of their credentials. Well, and it's really not. I, I um, don't know for sure myself, but that is one of the concerns that I had about that particular petition. Absolutely. So. It's been raised. I get an email like that every day. Right. Somebody right. concerned about it. And all I can try and do is say that we've had attorneys review it. And in order to break that rule in the DNC rules, you would have to be committing support to a non-democratic candidate. You know, To say that at this time the only general election candidate who will receive your support is Bernie Sanders under the Democratic ticket, which is what the last line in that statement says. Mm -hmm. That's You're completely within the rules. In fact, that's what you're supposed to be saying as a Sanders supporter. It's like, so right now, at this point, there is not a nominee, and the only one that has my guaranteed pledged support in a general election is Bernie Sanders as a Democrat. I thought, I thought that the petition was specifically asking all delegates, Hillary, Supers, and Bernie's, to all vote for Bernie. That's correct. Okay. Uh, well, my mission in life this week is just to document what happens. I, I just expect a week, a week of feeling horrible and being treated badly, and that I'm just doing. I'm just going to be broadcasting all week long on Citizens Media, just to share my sorrows with the public. Uh, I mean, I don't really. I mean. I, Whatever happens inside, whatever I can support, I'm going to support. But, yeah. uh I just expect to be treated badly all week long and just share it with the world. I mean, because the unity is going to be rammed down our throats all week long. And yep. uh, my mission in life is to get it out that, uh, yeah, maybe she'll win, but we don't have to like it. I think you should come to our press conference. It's going to be immediately following the Bernie or Bust press conference. We're um, a separate one, but on the same stage as the City Hall. Um, 
We're going to have ten delegates. I think you're going to love their stories. Each of them has a, a, tr a truly moving story to tell that relates the facts of this campaign to their personal lives. And where, when and where is this? It's uh, City Hall steps at noon. I think it's the Some, steps tomorrow. tomorrow. Why don't you shoot? Can no on Monday. On Monday. On Why Monday. don't you shoot me a yeah Monday, right? The first day of the convention. Why don't you shoot me a follow up email and I'll I'll get you the press release for for a couple events. Sounds good. All right. Well, thank you very much for all your insight and for uh, sticking out for five or whatever, however many hours today, uh, in the face of this uh, opening salvo in, in the convention. Um, uh, thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate you reaching out and giving me giving me some air time and uh, letting this story be heard and your your intentions for the convention to make sure that uh, the revolution is televised, or at least yep. live-streamed. <laughs> right. So well, hopefully I'll Thank see you, you on so the convention much, floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice meeting you, and uh, I'll see you I'll see you on the convention floor and possibly at that, that thing on 12 o'clock on Monday. Great. Shoot me that email, and I'll follow up with you with the press release. See you later. Have a good night.